WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Steve. I'm Kathy. And this is WCSG Backstage. Welcome to WCSG Backstage. This episode, we reminisce about those summer jobs. Mm. Try to uh, stump each other with two truths and a lie. Call out some of the biggest food crimes. And Amanda will bring today's deep cut. Summer jobs are a rite of passage for teens, and as we cross the halfway point of the summer, we're going to share your summer job story in five words, and then, of course, you know, the full story. What do you got, Kathy? I got paid to get tan. Oh, <laughs> what? Or wow. got paid to get tan. Yeah, Were you five. a lifeguard? Actually, no. Oh. It was even better, because I didn't have to save lives. There was no independent on me saving the lives. No, I got to be a pool monitor in our neighborhood pool, and so it was really easy. I got to walk to work, and then just basically check people's passes and say, slow down, and um, also <laughs> like put those little chlorine tablets in there. But yeah, I got a really great tan, which is probably, you know, was a little hazardous on my skin, which is why I look like I'm in my 40s. I'm actually like, you know, late 20s, but <laughs> for real. So uh, yeah, it was a really great summer. I did it a couple summers in a row, short shifts. It was Mississippi heat. I will say that. Oh, wow. So yeah. That got dry paid. heat like Arizona? No. It's no. just awful It's like humidity. the bayou. Ooh, yes, yes. yes. Swampy. So pools are popular down there. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Okay. My question, did you ever get to employ the word horseplay? Oh, Steve, all the time. Good. Yes. Good. I think pool like pool people are the only ones yes. that keep horseplay alive. Right. I think right. it was on the sign at the pool. Right. No horseplay. Love it. Yes. <laughs> My five words are the buffet is three seventeen. Um, <laughs> I worked at Ponderosa, the very famous and fancy steakhouse. Oh yeah. Uh, people went there for the buffet, and for some reason, all these years later, I remember that the employee price for the buffet, if you were working, was $3.17. So yeah, I worked on the buffet line for a while, then I got upgraded to be a waitress, which I don't know how much waitressing you actually do at a buffet. You just bring out their drinks and then clear Mm -hmm. their Mm -hmm. dirty plates away. Um, There was a lot of we come early and then we stay late oh, by people. Yeah. Like they would play yeah. the, all day grazing buffets. The, yeah. yeah, they wanted <laughs> oh. to pay the lunch price and then stay for lunch and then through dinner. Come on. Oh my goodness. And so wow. they, they would bring card games and stuff. Like, I don't know why management <laughs> wasn't like, you can't do that. Right. But they knew at four o'clock they switched over and they added an additional meat to the buffet. So that's <laughs> wow. what made it dinner. Dinner meat. <laughs> dinner meat. Um, the one thing that I did not love, it was a, it was a decent job and I I feel like I did a pretty good job at it, but I didn't love the company issued uniforms. Uh-huh. Like they didn't say just wear like our shirt, but get your own pants. Like they had pants that they oh, provided wow. uh-huh. for you. Mm-hmm. And you know, like people are shaped all differently. And <laughs> like I was a teenager, but then there were also women in their fifties and we all are supposed to wear like these same khaki pants and we had to wear white shoes. Ooh. Like whose idea was white shoes mm-hmm. in a restaurant? Yeah. Like they were bad. And I can still like 
smell what my uniform smelled like even after being washed. Like you mm-hmm. can get like that stink and it never leaves. So that was my summer job. And I did get employee of the month, not once, but twice. Wow. Way to go. All right. I think it's because the turnover was so high. I was the only one that stayed there. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Stayed through lunch and dinner. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Well, mine is... Asbestos ends 20-year innocence. Oh, Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So I was pretty sheltered, uh, I would say, growing up. You know, we went to Christian school, and then I went to a Bible institute for a year, and then I went to a Christian college, and um, I had worked jobs out in the world, but, you know, like it was like I I was a dishwasher at a restaurant, and I... I, uh, you know, was a janitor, which is pretty much by yourself. Mm-hmm. But this one summer, that about halfway through college, I found out about this company that re- removes asbestos. <laughs> it's called Asbestos Abatement. And uh, you get buco bucks for, you know, a college student. For you know, right? filling your lungs with poison. Exactly. exactly. Because nobody exactly. else wants to do that. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. It's a high demand job. But I worked with a crew of like roughnecks. Ooh, yeah. Like these guys, they were in it for the cash. They were trying to get as much like overtime and, you know, double shifts and all that kind of stuff as they could. We'd go to these sites. Uh, I remember we were uh, working on a school in East Lansing. And so every night when we got done with our shift, these guys wanted to go clubbing (laughs) and picking up whatever and bringing it back to wherever. And it was like I had my eyes open. (laughs) And, you know, we had to go into this containment with these, you know, filter masks and with a suit, like a hazmat suit. suit. Yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, we had to strip it off and go through a shower when we came out. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, Right. So anyways, these guys all smoked one guy burned a hole through his mask so he could smoke in the containment that's smart like double lung cancer on that guy my nickname that some point developed through that summer was college boy oh and by the end of that summer i was like yes please i would like to get a degree so that doesn't have to be my whole life in school kids like those guys so yes that was my summer work experience that's a good story glad you're here to tell us yes me too me too my five words are UG, blueberries by the pound. <laughs> uh, it was my first summer job, but it was also my first job in general. Uh, when my mom got remarried, it was the first summer that we got to enjoy as a family. Somehow, me and my oldest stepbrother got coordinated to work on a blueberry farm picking blueberries. And I remember four things. It was hot, uh-huh. so hot. Uh, we got paid like five cents a pound. To pick the blueberries. Oh, boy. They sell them for so, so much more. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. wasn't quite your asbestos story wow. <laughs> as far as like getting paid. Uh, my stepbrother couldn't handle it. I think he quit less than two weeks into the job. And then uh, the other thing I remember is it was back in the day where there were no iPods at all. So oh, yeah. I just had a Discman. And oh. so I was trying to listen to music on CD while I'm picking blueberries, but you have to move yeah. very carefully as to avoid it from getting yeah. skipped because it didn't have the anti-skip feature because I I didn't have enough money. Right. I'm sure the farmer really appreciated your tender footing (laughs) through the field. He's like, could you please just pick the blueberries? I don't care about your entertainment. So I definitely appreciate like any fruits that we have to get from the store because I know how much work goes into that. Do you enjoy blueberries? Do you like them? Um, I do. My favorite way to eat them (laughs) is to freeze them in a bag and then pour them in a bowl and put milk and sugar on them. I called it blueberry cereal when I was growing up Uh and it's just the milk gets all frozen and chunky and that sounds doesn't sound appetizing but it's really good <laughs> <laughs> all right 
right, let's have a little fun stumping each other. Three facts. Two are true. One is false. You need to figure out which is which. Amanda, what'd you bring? So one of my favorite summer memories growing up was always going to the county fair. Mm -hmm. I was a 4-H kid and uh, spent a lot of time at the fair. So that's where my two truths and a lie are going to come from, is county fairs across the country. All right. Number one. Sometimes it pays to check out your local talent show when you go to the fair. Legend has it that Elvis sang in the youth talent show at the Mississippi-Alabama fair, but he didn't win. (laughs) He didn't get second place. He actually came in third place, but he was only 10. And so he had a little bit of time to like (laughs) work on his craft, Uh his hip shaking and all that stuff. (laughs) Number two. Some state fairs have put a humorous twist on hog calling, which of course is a fair classic. Instead of calling pigs, women call their husbands. <laughs> it is a popular event in Illinois, Iowa, and Ohio. The wives get up on stage and scream into the microphone, calling out for their husbands. Generally involves a lot of shrieking, a lot of nagging. <laughs> Do they call them by name? Like, okay, husband. I, I don't know. <laughs> but there also is a mom calling contest where kids belt out their best mom. Oh, boy. And then number three. Wow. Every year at the State Fair in Minnesota, youth participating in 4-H have the opportunity to make an outfit for their llama and enter them into Llama Rama, <gasps> which is the llama costume contest. <laughs> the llama owners also wear a coordinating costume to complete the look, and the animals are not judged only on if their costume is awesome, but if they can handle wearing this costume. Sure, Please right. be true, that one. So those are your that. those are your three. Yeah. Man. Llama in pajama. I'm with Kathy. I want that one to be true, mm-hmm. despite earlier episodes of my protesting putting clothes on An animals. That's oh, true. that's right. That's uh, right. Uh, You're there is, that. You're maybe it's just the name Llama Rama. Uh, maybe uh, so that's what it is. Anyway, I feel like all of these, all of these have little details that could have been mm-hmm. adjusted. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're correct. So I'm just going <laughs> to shut in the dark. I'm going to go for the hog call, people call. Husband calling. H A W G. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, that, that one's the lie. That's my guess. Okay. Um, I did just see the Elvis movie. I think that's very believable that he could have mm-hmm. been in that contest. Um, so I'm going to go with also the same one that Steve went with. The Hog second calling? one. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the first one because there's something foggy in my mind where that story sounds familiar, but it's not Elvis. It's somebody Ooh. else. Okay. Ah. Uh, you're all wrong. <gasps> ah! No, the llamas are true. Uh, It actually is Elvis, the Elvis story. But he didn't take third place in the talent show. He took fifth. Oh, wow. So So it was Elvis. It was Elvis, just different placement. I feel like there was a similar story for Dolly Parton where she entered a a talent show and Mm. lost. Uh, Dolly Parton actually entered a Dolly Parton lookalike contest. Oh, no. That was was what I was thinking. And lost to a man. Oh, yeah. stop it. <laughs> no, that's for real. That's kind of awesome. <laughs> that is not huh. awesome. I love that. Maybe he won because of degree of difficulty. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> She's yeah. like, I wake up like this. Yes. And he's like, I had to try. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so my two truths and a lie, because my summer job story was about blueberries, are going to stick with a blueberry theme. Mm. So I have three facts. Two are true. One is false. They're a little bit long, so hang with me. People have been eating blueberries for more than 13,000 years, but they weren't always called blueberries. <laughs> North American indigenous <laughs> peoples called them star fruits because of the five-pointed star uh-huh. shape that is formed at the blossom end of the berry. 
And then the star fruit came along. And, and like, then well, they're like, well, yeah. <laughs> guess we got to call this blueberries. Uh, number two, a blueberry can freeze in four minutes and is one of the only foods that is truly natural blue in color. The pigment that gives blueberries their distinctive color is, I'm going to trip over this, anthoazulin is also one of the antioxidants that gives blueberries their health benefits. Okay. Wow. Okay. Number three, a single blueberry bush can produce as many as 6,000 blueberries per year, and there are two types, high bush, low bush. High bush berries are typically for your grocery stores and farmer markets, and low bush are more the sweeter, smaller berries that are used for juices, jams, and muffin mixes. Those were chock full. I know. I'm wow. sorry. Wow. There were so many, and it's like, okay, which one oh, do I want to use? They're all true. Star, <laughs> star fruit. <laughs> I think I'm just going to go with the one about the star fruit, even though that's a beautifully made up one, if that's false. Like, okay. I do love that. And it's very creative. But I'm going to go with that one. I okay. agree with Kathy. I feel like your technological term in the second one yeah. is can't make something that up. you would have made up. Okay. And right. then high bush, low bush. That seems like that makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. I want to be a dissenting opinion. Um, uh, I'm going to say the high bush, low bush was the lie. You are all wrong. Oh, man. Yes. It was you that big word one. No, no, no. Anthoazulin <laughs> is fake. I went with azul because that's because Spanish blue. blue. Yes. But the actual word is anthocyanin, and cyan is a blue shade. So I just swapped out Jeremy. the blue term in the official antioxidant. Clever. Very sneaky. So clever. Watch your back with this guy. I like the true. evil laugh, though. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Do it all again for just that. All right. So my theme this time around is easiest two truths in a lie ever okay all right yeah uh one this was originally going to be a monkeypox themed two truths and a lie but researching it grossed me out too much <laughs> oh, i thought jeremy to share what you oh. always want to so, say on the air but okay. you won't so Pustual. lately so just recently the first exposure to monkeypox in kent county right. was discovered and so i was thinking our news team could be like when i when we lead into them we could be like Ooh, ah, monkeypox. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, but yes. I didn't. Why can't we do that? I mean, that's not too bad. I, I don't want to take it lightly because yeah. I don't know where monkeypox is going to go. Yeah, right. that's true. Just be good sensitive. point. Anyway, so that was my first one. Second, I saved $738 shopping Prime Day deals this year. <laughs> That's your two That's one of your last. Wait, one how of them. much? That's one of them. $738. See, I think There's it was probably four. Um, he wanted to buy that he didn't. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As we record, today is Prime Day. Uh, anyway, and then number three, my high of the summer so far involves all y'all, specifically Jeremy and Amanda. But oh, Kathy, you were there too. Thanks. <laughs> that is a lie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to say that your lie is the Amazon one. Because in order to spend seven or save $700, you would have had to spend a lot more than that. Mm -hmm. And you are very thrifty. Does anybody think that it's anything other than what Amanda just said? No, that's a, she's spot I, on. I was going to say the first one because the second one was maybe you saw something that was $734, <gasps> but then you chose not to buy oh. it, thus saving you the oh, $734. Wow. So hmm, that actually could be true. Yeah, not even that. But it's probably yeah. No, I don't even look at the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so hence, easiest two truths and a lie ever. So that lies. was it. The middle one. Oh, the was middle the one. Lie. Okay. The, the Prime Day <laughs> I'm one. I'm still struggling. Was definitely the lie. But there's still plenty of time. It's you true. You can go back to your desk. It's, you're right. 
It's true that I checked out monkeypox and was too grossed out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's true that uh, you friends are uh, high of the summer. Well, perfect. Yeah. All right. So my two truths and a lie is kind of a, well, it's kind of a mod podge. Wait, is that the word? Hodge hodgepodge. 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 Mod podge is what you make. I'm watching the reality series alone right now. And one lady's building a shelter and she calls it hodgepodge lodge. Hodgepodge lodge. This has nothing to do with the show alone. She had some mod podge. It could seal it. You know? Should have made that one of her 10 items right, <laughs> right there. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, it kind of has to do with like all American food brands, okay. I guess. Okay. And I just really wanted to do this first one because I wanted to talk about Chinese chicken. Anyway, in China, the KFC slogan, finger licking good, translates to eat your fingers off. Oh, Ooh, good. All that's, right. That's awesome. Okay. <laughs> the Kit Kat candy bar was named when the Hershey CEO saw a picture of the Santa baby singer. Her name is Eartha Kit holding a cat. He read the caption Kit's cat and loved it so much. He named the candy bar after it. Coke was the first soft drink consumed in space in 1985 aboard the Challenger space shuttle. I feel like number two is a lie. Something about the Santa baby thing throws me off. Like, really, the singer of Santa Baby was, I, I don't know, part of the naming of Kit Kat. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going with. Okay. I'm going to go with that one, too, but I don't know why. I feel like it might be, like, comic strip inspired or something like that. I feel like, despite the influence of Coke on our culture, that the, that it wasn't the first soft drink drunk in space. It was Fago. Either that <laughs> or Burners. it was not on the Challenger so I think it was, it, you switched up a detail there. Okay. The Columbia instead. Right, right. So this is kind of interesting. Apollo. It was, Coke was the first soft okay. drink consumed in space. However, right. a few hours later, Pepsi was consumed. And then a snarky Pepsi rep said it was to wash away the taste of the new Coke because that was new Coke. <laughs> oh, yeah. But yeah. that one is actually true. And um, the finger looking good does translate to eat your fingers off. <laughs> and the Kit Kat Kina bar was we don't, it was not. It didn't have anything to do with Eartha Kit. That was just completely fabricated. There was not a single ounce of truth in that whole statement. So we don't know where the name came nope. from. Oh, interesting. Nope. All right. Maybe it's the sound it makes when you break them off. Maybe that's it. Yeah. Was did Eartha Kit was her name though? So. Hmm. Did she sing Santa Baby? Yes. Oh, okay. She was. Well, you did a little research on that. Good job. Actually, anyway, long story. I told my husband I was like, make up something just totally out of the loop. So he made that up. Oh, oh. Well, so good. this is a little okay. tribute to Mike. Well, good job, Mike. Mike. Yeah. yeah. Well, summer is the season for grill outs, picnics, and other family gatherings that feature food. Maybe it's ketchup on a perfectly seasoned and grilled steak or warm pop on a hot day. But in your opinion, (laughs) what is a crime against food? Jeremy, what did you come up with? I kind of started thinking that maybe I would be guilty of more food crimes than I have an opinion on Not eating anything that includes mayonnaise? Mayonnaise, blueberries and milk. You're going to love mine. Blueberries and milk. (laughs) Milk Uh, I love to dip my burgers in chip dip, you know, all all those sorts of things. But uh, the one thing that came to mind is... uh, I feel like if you're going to do a burger, that it should be like a, an American craft single or just like mm. a, a slice of Colby Jack or something like that. But I have witnessed in the past people doing a thick slab. And when I say thick slab, <laughs> I'm thinking like at least a quarter of an inch or more of Velveeta. Mm. Ooh. And just because it, I get it, it's like melty, but yeah. also when you bite into oh. it, it gets in every it's nook and everywhere. cranny of mm-hmm. your teeth. And yeah. I feel like that's a crime against a burger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
not, you're not wrong. So you can all feel it on your teeth yeah, a little bit. Yep. Thinking yeah, about that. Film yeah. I, I've that, never even thought about that, but as yeah. you describe it, yes. That tangy aftertaste, too. At yeah. some point, I, I used to love it. My mom made grilled cheeses out of Velveeta all the time, but then when she got remarried, my stepdad called it dumpster cheese. <laughs> Because oh, the way it. they make it is in these big dumpster vats. So he called it dumpster cheese. And I'm like, I'm never eating that stuff again. Wow. <laughs> Did he also describe to you how sausage is made? Because that feels like he's just... Don't ruin he's, sausage right, for him. He's just like ruining food right. with the oh, reality of no, the I know, totally. origin. Okay, totally. okay, side note. I happen to know you well enough to know that one of your favorite foods is queso. It is queso. Oh, and so yeah. you make queso I like it with Velveeta. Mm-hmm. Velveeta and Rotel. It's the best. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. So now you yep. just start calling it dumpster dip. Dump- dumpster, dumpster dip. <laughs> yes. I'm it's good. It. And then you get more to yourself and then you don't have to share. Right, it. right. Brilliant. <laughs> that is pretty smart. That's clever. All right. All my apologies to our friends at Chick-fil-A. I love you with a passion. But pickles do not belong on sandwiches. No? I feel like it is a crime to put a pickle on a burger, any sort of sandwich, because <laughs> I think it might be an, my own like personal thing. I have trouble when you bite into a sandwich, I want the entire thing yeah. to come thing out in my mouth, right? To, to yeah. actually be cut off. Like you don't want to... <laughs> You don't want to be pulling food out. And then it slaps you in the chin. Correct. Right, I don't right, need right. a little acne spot on my chin under my lip where the pickle has landed. Pickle cheese and grease. Because it didn't fit the right. Yes. So I, I will eat a pickle on the side, but I don't want it on my sandwich because it also like taints the bread. Like it the does sog it up. Soaks mm-hmm. in and then you don't get to choose when you have a taste of pickle it's just there so right. I, I want my pickle on, the side, on the side not on the sandwich so it's right. not just it's not really just about like the taste it's kind of about that balance and yes. getting the perfect bite right and the annoying slip out uh so yes. pickle so you probably like the places that will give you a pickle spear yes. next to your burger. yes give you a yeah. good club sandwich yeah. with a pickle yeah. spear pickle All right. spear uh so my grandmother made this jello called bing cherry jello and it was Oh, yeah. In the ring, uh, like a jello ring, okay? A jello yeah, mold. Like a mold, yeah. I mean, I really loved it. So, black cherry, cherry jello yeah. with d- cherries in it, hence the name Bing Cherry, and then a layer of cream cheese and then a layer of lime. Sounds kind of that by itself, sounds like the crime. It actually tastes really good. But every Thanksgiving that we would have it, you know what I'm going to say? Yeah. They would serve it with a bowl of <laughs> mayonnaise. <laughs> they put a bowl of mayonnaise <gasps> in the center. Granddad. And I never I understood. I mean, like I never understood who who puts the mayonnaise yeah. on the Bing Cherry Jello, and, and 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 it doesn't need it. It was delicious by itself. But like, did you ever try it? Did they think it no. was whipped cream or Cool Whip? I wonder. I, I really think it was my granddad. Something about the depression. Mayonnaise <laughs> was like a a treat. Delicacy. Yes, something. And he would Whoa. put a little dollop. blob, of, a dollop of may- mayo on that thing, and nobody, nobody else touched it. Yeah, no one else understood it, and it, but yet every single year it was in the center of the ring. Yeah. Was he the only one that ate it that way, or yeah. were there others? I'm pretty sure he was. The I only never one. knew. Maybe my our dad, like who would be his son-in-law, yeah. like yeah. maybe did a courtesy, like right. dollop for for you just know, to use some of this mayo. Solidarity. Up. I'll do this. I'll but just why, right? Ugh. I mean, I know you're especially loving this because no. isn't mayonnaise like your favorite? No, a condiment. Yes. Knees are weak. Arms are heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So definitely right. That's I'm a crime. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I can think of is 
sometimes like after Thanksgiving dinner, you can make like a turkey sandwich and put that cranberry relish oh, on right. it. Yeah. So maybe the same sort of idea, but it hmm. feels yeah. like the Jello is fancy enough. It right. already has layers, right? Stuff right. inside it. No need for additional. Not necessary. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm. That was a good one, Kathy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well done. All right. So I'm going to say it. <clears throat> Adding peas to your noodle salad, pasta salad, potato salad, any kind of summer salad, <laughs> or really anything is a travesty. <laughs> peas? Yes. I find peas to be the most polarizing vegetable because yeah. I grew up loving them. Ugh. And then as Ugh. I got older, I realized how many people despise yeah. them. I just, I mean, I like any kind of, I, I'm pretty open to like your picnic or your potluck dish you know thing that you bring but if i see a pea or anybody extols the you know flavor burst (laughs) 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 Uh, i wish we had video for this one that that effect that fresh peas they're they're, in your mouth oh (laughs) right there that (laughs) there's not much we can say that will make steve sick when we talk about food but now we know now See, I feel like the thing is some people are like, I'll eat cold peas, but I won't eat them warmed up. Will you right. eat them either way? No. No. Wow. No, Good to know. No, but especially especially the cold where they're talking about popping in your mouth. Mm. Like that, you are dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> Will you so eat okay, a noodle casserole a things, coming your way? <laughs> I, I agree with you. Peas and any kind of salad seems very odd and weird to me. Mm. And I, I would agree with you. But like if they were in a pot pie or if they were in you know, chicken fried rice, is that acceptable? In that context, for some reason, the flavor is a little bit camouflaged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can handle it. And it makes you want to eat your I, fingers off. I know. Yes. Right. Right. Exactly. And like these are finger licking good if you know what I mean. <laughs> funny. funny. Well, thanks for listening to WCSG Backstage. You can help get the word out about the podcast by rating, subscribing, sharing with your friends, and of course, learn more at WCSG.org and search the keyword backstage. Uh, it's time to close things out with a deep cut. Amanda, we're back to you. What did you bring? Okay, so we've had so much fun. I feel a little bad that this is where we're going to end up, but um, I heard a song this past week that is super beautiful and super meaningful from Toby Mac and his daughter Marley. They Mm. did a song together called Everything About You. It's from Toby's new album called Life After Death, which is the first album Mm. he's done since his son died from an overdose back in 2019. Um, this is the first time he's had one of his kids like lead vocals on mm. it, and her voice mm. is just beautiful. And it really is about she misses her brother and he misses his son. And, you know, it's really touching to me because, of course, there's the um, I miss everything about you is what the overlying thing is. But she says lines like, and now here I am driving your car. You know, and if you yeah. think about it, it's your own, if your own family, your own children, like that yeah. would be reality. Yeah. And it, huh. it is, it's real for them. Um, what Toby said is the song Promised Land was written about his grandfather. He lost his grandfather, but everything about you is about Truett. And it's about the perspective of them just missing him. And there's not a lot of tie a bow on it. It's right. just, this is how we feel right now. So mm. that's what I brought today. Thanks for doing that. Yeah. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Steve. I'm Kathy. And this is WCSG Backstage. When the whole room's staring at you, you can run from the shadows. And the light can't seem to get through when your soul has no window.